0: well hello there welcome back to the chips and bits podcast your favorite video game podcast i am your host this month matthew anderson with me as always kenny myers hello we're happy to be back we are happy that you joined us we are happy to talk about another video game tell them about all the stuff that they're supposed to do for us i'll do that uh we would uh we would really appreciate your itunes reviews yeah where are all your iTunes reviews? We hope that they're five stars. But if there's anything that would prevent you from giving us a five-star rating, please let us know, and we'll be happy to address that. So yeah. you can make it a five-star rating.
1: And you can let us know by uh, donating to our Patreon and signing up to get in touch with us that way. Sure. That's the, that's the only feedback method we like.
0: Yeah. So those are some ways you can support us if you like the show.
1: Yeah. We would appreciate that. You can find them on our website. And now without further ado, chips-and-bits.com.
0: No, not a clean break. No, that was your clean break. Oh, that's silly. You always like a clean break in the intro. This month, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil 7.
1: Resident Evil 7, our first, our very first user requested review.
0: Yep, on the subject of Patreon, one of the things that... I wouldn't say we're going to do it frequently, but uh, we had a a wonderful Patreon supporter uh, ask if there was any reason why we might not review Resident Evil 7. And, and we, there
1: was, and the reason yeah. was it wasn't really on our radar. Yeah,
0: no, it wasn't. <clears throat> but it was early in the year, and we thought, hey, scary Resident Evil 7, that sounds like a good fall close to October. And it is year. October. Yeah. So we decided to do it.
1: We did. I think, <laughs> wow, there's narrative. Uh, what a transcendent narrative. Hey, I uh, try hard. Um, <clears throat> so Resident Evil 7's pretty good. Resident Evil 7's fucking great. I loved Resident Evil 7. That's good. Yeah. No, I thought it was an awesome game.
0: I thought it was uh, was pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could see why you thought it was pretty good. And I know all the reasons you're going to come and it's going to be about the design of the later levels versus the initial levels.
0: But I still loved it. Every minute of it. I will... Uh, I'll, t- I'll give you a little bit of the sort of cadence of my experience with the game. All right. You start playing this game. And it is scary as fuck. It's pretty scary. Like it is super creepy. Uh every everything about it, the sound design, the levels, just getting to know moving around, uh trying to figure out the the theme of the game. Right. The I don't even know enemies, the enemies you encounter, um the people, the characters you encounter also very creepy. Everything is super creepy. Yeah. Um so I think that uh my, my main sort of didn't push it over the top for me with this game, is that uh, they, they couldn't keep it up. Like, there, you start to figure out the patterns and the formula in the game, and the game becomes a couple of things. It becomes less scary. It becomes far less creepy. The interactions with the characters become less unique and less interesting. And those were all the things that made the initial experience with the game super exciting for me. And it just sort of got... It's interesting you
1: say it that way and you frame it that way. Because I would frame it as this. They changed it up enough so it didn't get boring.
0: Yeah, but barely.
1: No, no. I thought it was pretty... Like All the different areas had their own kind of different thing.
0: Yeah, and some of them were really great and some of them weren't. I thought they were all pretty great. Yeah, I didn't. The only place I didn't think
1: was really great uh, were their sludge monsters. Yeah, those things were stupid. Yeah, but they were like... They were... They're at least fun to fight because it was it was, uh, it was a pretty intense fight. Whenever I mean, anytime there was fighting in this game, it was pretty much life or death. It was really great.
0: Yeah, one thing they did an excellent job of, um, and to so compared to previous Resident Evil games, this is far. This is even more or less, in my opinion, a uh, exploration zombie shooting game, and much more a. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, and also I could die at any moment, survival game. Sure. I and mean, the
1: last two games were more like action games, but you didn't play them.
0: Uh, I played one of them a little. I played the demo of one of them. Five or, five or six? Five.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um,
0: but you played all through four, right? Mm-hmm. And you loved four. Yeah, I thought it was good. I've never played four. So, yeah, they, they do really simple things like... Uh, giving you the ability to craft the most simple supplies that you need in the game mainly health packs and bullets yeah there's only eight items you can craft yep and they they really do make you st- like stop and consider each time you know y- you could be almost dead not me always health packs and you flip into your inventory and pretty you're much like, if i could craft bullets i would but
1: generally i just crafted health packs sometimes
0: you'd be out of bullets though
1: yeah, and then you just go find them. But I always felt like health packs were the hardest thing to find in this game.
0: They were, they were. But yeah, so I guess yeah, what I'm where I'm going with that is just that it did make you stop and think each time. You'd you'd immediately yeah. think, oh, I'm almost dead. Better craft a health pack. And then you'd look at your bullets and you'd be like, I have no ammo. Uh, <laughs> what do
1: I? Do I doing? never ran out of ammo.
0: Oh yeah, I ran out quite. I a
1: bit. never had that problem.
0: Hmm. Maybe you're a better shooter than I am.
1: It's likely. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, the the flow of the game felt a lot like the fr- the first the main house was. I, I thought from a from a pacing, from an exploration, from meeting the new characters. The I don't know if you want to call them boss fights. They're not really boss fights in this game. They're more kind of like just I don't know what. They're but, boss fights. Okay, we'll call them boss fights. How about they're just boss fights? Sure. So boss fights. Uh, yeah. Where you fight the bosses the The way in which they handled backtracking, um, it just was a really well designed. I thought
1: backtracking was really rewarding in this game.
0: It was was like you
1: remembered where things were, but it wasn't overwhelming. Like you had to go through a crazy like they opened enough doorways for you to get easily back to areas that you could. Mm -hmm. Where it wasn't like a Metroid situation where it's like ten minutes to get back to where you need to go. Yep, it was like two minutes, and you knew exactly where you need to go. And the map was really good in that regard too. Yeah,
0: and the other way they sort of reinforced that was that there were only well in the more well like in the main house and in my opinion the more well designed uh, areas of the map, there were only key areas of the like the house um, or the or the old house where you could save and would be safe. Like if you made it to that room, you could swap things out of your inventory. The you know enemies weren't going to come and get you, and you could save the game. So you constantly especially if you were low on health or couldn't craft something, you were running back through these areas of the, hou- of the house trying to get to one of these safe rooms. And so they reinforced sort of like, here's where all this stuff is. You're passing that. Air. Oh, there's that door again. Okay, I remember where I'm at. Um, so I just thought that was good. But the, just, it just got a little bit monotonous
1: to I me. would I would only argue that the only poorly designed area is the ship. There wasn't really anything appealing about the ship. There's essentially five areas. First, the old house. I guess the guest house. I would include in that, which is where you start, and it's like the mansion in Resident Evil One. It's just really creepy, really well done.
0: I thought the old house was the old house.
1: The old house is well. The, there's the
0: next house you go to is the old house.
1: That's right. This is the main house. The main house. And that's right. Yeah. And the second house is the old house. And the old house is more like a sneaking thing. It's more like you try to sneak around, uh, but it's also kind of annoying. Like, the first house is kind of a puzzle. The second house is kind of sneaking. Yeah. The third area is, like, um, sort of not sneaking, but stealth and puzzle solving. Essentially, Mm -hmm. you have to not trip uh, grenades. Yeah, and
0: that was was also annoying. I
1: thought it was great. I mean, it was totally different than what we had previously played. And then the ship was essentially just exploration. Yeah. It was like exposition, really. Mm -hmm. It was really just, like, an area of exposition. And then the minds were just the climax. They're just the conclusion. Yeah. And they were just a linear path. So it wasn't very confusing. Although you did find some interesting things out. Mm-hmm. But the characters, the vil- there's not many bad guys in this. There's a family of three. Well, there's a family of four, one of which is a good guy. And the other three of which have gone insane, arguably. Maybe two have gone insane.
0: Yeah, and, and one of those three uh, is a really creepy uh, character that you never want to see. And the other two are just whatever in my You opinion. didn't like, I'm
1: thinking Spider-Mom. I didn't like her. You didn't like with her vagina nest? No. Yeah, she had a and nest, it, like a like... swarm, <laughs> like a wasp nest on her vagina. I didn't like the in sun. In true Japanese, <laughs> in true Japanese fashion. Well, the sun was more like a, wasn't
0: like a creepy. He was just your typical like Bond villain. Like insane. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. He was just, they were all insane in their own way. But the dad, the, the first villain. Yeah. I think that's another thing that just kind of bummed me out. Is like the best villain you know, you get past him in the first area and then that's that's it. Like not That's he's, not he's it. He's the best
1: one. He shows up as a... Yeah. I, he shows up as a gloop monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up all gloopy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, like... He was the... But also, you know, that's also an artifact of, like, what you have available at the time, too. It's like, in the beginning, you don't have anything, so everything is harder. It's like an XCOM thing. It just is like a reverse... Um, uh... Uh, difficulty, like uh, chart, you know, like a lot of games. Essentially, they get difficult as you get, um, as you go along. But I feel like this is an XCOM game where it's like it starts out more difficult than it ends.
0: Yeah, except even so, the first time you you come encounter with the the father, the first boss, yeah. you do have some things at your disposal. You've unlocked at least two weapons. Are you and talking about in the garage or just in, in the general? the garage, yeah. The first, like, boss fight.
1: When he shoves a, a shovel through a cop's head?
0: Yeah, and yeah, cu- yeah. cuts it in half. Yeah. Um, and that first experience, like, you have to figure out how you're going to defeat him. Right. Y- you don't know at first. Right. You're like, oh, well, I'll shoot him. And and he speci- like after a couple of shots, he specifically says, guns aren't going to do you any favor. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's all I have. Right. So it wasn't just that, like... Yes, you'd unlocked a flamethrower by the end, et cetera, et cetera. But they never took... But you did unlock a flamethrower by the end. You did. They never took any of those pieces uh, out of the game. You know, they never never put you in a position again with the boss fights where you felt like you needed to do anything other than conserve ammo and follow the right shooting patterns and kill the boss. And the first one, you had to do the exact opposite. You had to figure out... It was also a puzzle. It was like, how do I kill this guy? Right. And it was really interesting how you did it. The spider mom was kind of a puzzle, too. Not
1: really. I mean, she was a bullet sponge, but essentially you had to shoot her off the ceiling. You have to avoid her. There was a whole deal involved. No, but the puzzle was... And you didn't find it creepy when she broke through the window and
0: grabbed you with her incredibly long spider arms? Here's the thing I thought was great about her character. And and to my my original sort of uh, disappointment with this game, there was a long gap, in my opinion, between the fight with the dad... Yeah. And the time in which you knock the mom down into the pit, and then uh-huh. you have to come back and get the lantern, and you're going to get the lantern, and her long hand comes out of the thing and grabs the lantern and creepily pulls it back into the... And it was like, oh, Yeah. That was a huge gap. Like, there was a long span of time between the boss fight and that moment, and in my opinion, that was, like, the creepiest thing you'd experienced since the main house, and the whole main house was creepy.
1: I didn't think so. Did you watch all the videos? Yeah. Did you watch the video where you're running from the mom? Yes. That was pretty creepy. It was fine. Uh, it's creepy. Not as creepy as the hand, though. I mean, you had to be pretty cautious. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting mechanic in this game. In order to tell some of the backstory, they use video tapes, VHS tapes that you, tapes that you find and push play, but then are an actual character in. So yeah, you, you're you, essentially yeah. playing through the history, and they have different mechanics. Uh, the first one, which is really creepy, is the cameraman. Yeah. And the cameraman's first entering the house because this house has been abandoned, you know, blah, 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 all Those all yep. those kind of tropes. Uh, and then you just get kidnapped. Yeah. And then but like they the,
0: they play the Blair Witch card really heavy and very successfully in that first throwback thing where you. With don't, someone standing in the corner. Yeah, you don't have a weapon at all. You've just got this camera, so yeah. all you can do is walk around and follow these these crew that you're actually filming. Right. And of course they get lost, and you're in the house, and you're searching for them, and it's extremely freaky. Yeah, it's very scary.
1: But the story, to its credit, I thought was pretty damn good. The story was fine. It was pretty tragic. Mm -hmm. The story is essentially about how this crazy experiment from the Umbrella Corporation, everyone's favorite Resident Evil thing, uh, comes into the shore uh, in, well, wrecks a ship that she's being transported in, comes you know, in ridiculous fashion, Mm -hmm. comes into the shore of this small family that's just a normal family, uh, and then subsequently can alter their, can mind control them and alter their DNA, essentially. Not their DNA.
0: The experiment is a little girl.
1: Right. That part. Well, she's at least starts out as a little right. girl. Right. Yeah. She that was a good twist too. She was a little girl. That was a good twist too. But essentially, uh, it drives the family insane. Mm-hmm. And this is like a good normal family. Yep. And they they just become crazy.
0: And you don't know that until the very end. So right. your your only experience of them is that maybe at first they're this crazy sort of cannibalistic family. Oh no! I see—they're—they're just—they're like some sort of weird monsters. Yeah. Oh, they can regenerate. Like you don't understand what's going on. You only look at them as these like really weird, crazy people. Yeah. And you find out at the end they were like terrorized people that got right. turned into these things.
1: It's like you think it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. situation where the whole family dynamics fucked up, but the family was actually pretty healthy, and then yeah, this one outlier just came in and just messed them all up, which makes it really good. Yeah. It's just a really nice little twist for. These people that you've been shooting with shotguns uh-huh. for the last... And you're just like, ah. Except it turns out the sun was uh, monitoring uh, Evelyn, which is the evil girl. Yes. And so he was privy to what was going on. Yes. Which uh, is pretty fucked up. Uh-huh. But he does look like a coked out Fred Durst fan, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He looked like a raver. He did. Uh-huh. A raver. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the um, puzzles I thought were great. The puzzles were um... I love those shadow puzzles. Like it's like that one game Shadow Manic or whatever. Yeah, those
0: things were good. Yeah, I love the
1: it there's a lot of puzzles where you play with an object in the light and try to align it via
0: rotation. The one uh the one that the I got stuck on was the party room where you had to light the candles and the birthday cake. That was a good puzzle though. I just could not, I, I had to go online and, and look up how I was supposed to solve it. I oh man. I figured it out.
1: I did. I also had to look it up for one thing.
0: Yeah. I had, it was the, uh, in the room full of the balloons. Yeah. That there was a balloon you could pick up on the ground. Yeah. But like you had to pop, you either had to know where that was or you had to literally pop a hundred balloons in a room to see the one that was remaining on the ground.
1: I forget which I what I had to look up. I think I had to look up what else had to go in the doll's hands.
0: Oh, so you're talking about the second time through the party room. No,
1: the first time. But that was a really cool mechanic. And that was really I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So the young the character, the evil brother, mm-hmm. is what I'll call him. The the son of the crazy people. Of the dad that Matt is <laughs> so enamored with. He's instead great. of vagina spider mom. <laughs> which I don't understand. Uh he sets up this puzzle very much like a saw. It's like a saw thing. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty much, they were riffing off a lot of tropes, but they did a good yeah, job. Yeah, they did good though. And it's one of the tapes you find. Um, and you watch the tape and you go through the whole puzzle and then you die. But because you've watched the tape, you actually get put in that puzzle later in the game and then you just walk through it. Yep. Because <laughs> you know everything. Yeah. Like you don't get, and and uh, the reaction by the sun is really well yep. done. It's and it's like, just, what the hell? It's just like super, super funny. Yep. Um, but I thought that was a really cool mechanic. I mean, just, you had already solved the puzzle and then it turned into a really cool little narrative twist, stuff like that. There's nice things like that. Yeah, yeah totally. I thought I, the autosave was generous. I thought the storage mechanism was cool. I thought that the scarcity was appropriate. I thought that the combat was fun. I thought that the goop monsters
0: were boring, but threatening. I thought the combat was okay. You have to fight but a like lot a, of it's the It's not goop a combat
1: monsters. game. It's like a survival game.
0: Yes, totally. Here, so here, here's an example. So there's one thing. Uh, Most
1: of the bosses are puzzles.
0: One thing we haven't talked about yet is that another unique thing about this Resident Evil game is it's first person. Right. Not a Resident Evil thing. Now it is. It is now. Right. right? Uh, I'm a fan. I think, it's, I think they should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but they still found a way to make the movement very Capcomy, <laughs> very Resident
1: Evil-ish. But that was intentional for intent for. Well, I actually read about this. The reason that you move so slow and you turn so slow, is because they also had to develop it for PlayStation VR, and move motion in VR. Like if you're turning, like it can cause sickness unless you Great. do it slowly. Great. Yeah, so that was something where they designed it and then they implemented it in the main game, but it is a little slower than yeah. I would like.
0: I, I experienced the lowest common denominator. Did you do
1: the flip around? You can do yes. a 180, though. And then
0: that's, that's the part I was going to talk about, is that yeah. it's like they've got this movement that is so sl- slow. It feels like you're walking in water sometimes. Right. And Sometimes
1: I, you're literally walking in water. Yeah, sometimes you are.
0: And I felt like... Um, you know, the the inclination because it's so close quarters and scary sometimes in a survival game, yeah, is to try and get away from whatever it is that's like you don't Right, because you
1: have to figure out where, how you're going to get around Yeah, unlike
0: right? other games in which when an enemy approaches you, you would immediately like just whip out the shotgun and just try and shoot him. Right. Uh, that doesn't always work in this game. Later. Later it does. Uh, later. Because you, you
1: have plenty of shotgun ammunition. And when you get
0: the other shotgun, too, did you get the upgraded I shotgun? I didn't get the upgraded Ooh, shotgun. Man, that shotgun's good.
1: Doesn't it only shoot two?
0: Yeah, but they're really powerful shots. Yeah,
1: I didn't get that <laughs> shotgun at all. You needed like the fake shotgun, right? And then you need yep. a repair kit. Uh-huh. I repaired the handgun instead. I didn't find any other repair kits. No, I kits. Yeah, I
0: repaired the shotgun right away. Yeah, I
1: didn't even think about that. But I was like, why do I have this wood shotgun?
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, I
1: eventually ended up looking it up online. Okay. But,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so so uh, you, you get into this groove where when you, uh, when you find an enemy, instead right. of you taking the traditional path, you, what you do is you back up and you'll sort of like assess your surroundings. You're like, Shit, how much ammo do it's I a have? Unless it's a goop monster. Unless it's a goop monster. Right. right. The goop monsters, you have to fight like zombies. Right. And... So then all of a sudden you have this switch mechanic where you can press like back and and B or whatever the key is on your keyboard. Yeah,
1: it's not an easy. It's like sometimes it's, those weird street fighter convoluted. moves, you know, where you're just like, okay, so they want me to rotate up yeah. to like from the bottom to the top and yeah. press A, B, Y. It's convoluted. Like, ah. It's
0: convoluted. And no matter how you time it, it's always disorienting. So like you'll do it and immediately you're like 180 degrees backwards and yeah. now you can run away. And so I just felt like, you know, if you just made the movement faster, I could have turned around in roughly the same amount of time. The movement would have been better, and I still could have run away when I needed to.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they had to do PlayStation VR. You had to do it, and you know, PlayStation VR is selling like hotcakes. Well, good
0: for them. It looks like shit to me. I can, I don't understand <laughs> why you would want to do that. So yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of the movement, and and that was the only reason that uh, I thought the
1: movement, although slow, added to the. Um, survival nature of the survival horror game.
0: I agree when walking around. It's it's, it's, it's like appl- you're running
1: from the dad and
0: you're like, I don't know if I'm getting away or not. So that's 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 where I'm going with it. The, the application in combat felt like a failure to me. When you're trying to run away, when you're trying to get through the house and find the next place you have to go and run through a door, but you, you don't run. You have to push the door open realistically and get away from the dad. Yeah. Like, that whole thing was fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I did not question the movement and how fast you're going at that point in time. Yeah. Even the boss fight with the dad, again, because they took your weapons away. Which boss fight? The first boss fight. I think there's two. In the garage. With three. There's
1: three boss fights with
0: the dad. Oh, yeah, there is three boss fights. Yeah. So the first one, again, when they take your weapons away and you have to figure out what you're going to do. Right. Uh, also, movement did not bother me. And it's kind of, the movement's kind of funny in that situation, but still, it didn't bother me. It was right. when it got into. Well, like the second fight with the dad. Yeah. All of a sudden, now this is a first-person shooter, and it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, so you could yeah. use the corpse bags, though. You could kick <laughs> them at them. And go! Wah! Only if you timed it right.
1: Uh, one thing we haven't talked about. Well, I, I agree with you based on how long it took me to beat that dad fight, and it was all because of me movement. Yeah. But I still thought that its addition overall in the game, even though in combat it got tougher, was it was perfect. Okay for what the rest of the game was. It just got harder in combat. I agree with you there. However, we haven't talked about one of the best parts of the game, what? which is the opening song <laughs> that plays every time you load up Resident Evil. It's really bad. When I I've, I started playing this before Matt started playing this, and I told him, I tell, him, text me, something happens in the beginning that's really
0: awful. Text me when you get there. Yeah, text me immediately when you start playing this game because I want to know your initial reaction. Yeah,
1: because it's the kind of thing that I knew Matt would fucking hate. Like, (laughs) just like hate. Like, I could deal with it because I thought I was ridiculous, but it would actually annoy Matt enough. It's like one of those things that Matt might stop playing the game
0: for a little bit because of it. Mm -hmm. But what Kenny had forgotten was that um, the very first time you play the game, you don't see the intro that intro sequence the, the right. title sequence it takes you right into the game and starts you playing it which is
1: great i love when games do that it was amazing yeah, yeah. uh
0: and because kenny had said text you text me when you do this i i, I played it a little longer than i normally would. like i played it into the evening and you like kind of delayed going to bed and i was playing i was getting really scared and i was like oh my god something's about to happen i don't know what it is yeah um so i played it for a couple hours that first night and i didn't experience anything weird it yeah. was great yeah. So all I could text Kenny was, yeah, this game's scary as fuck. Like, it's, you know, it's scary. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, the song, the intro song. What do yeah. you think of that? And I was like, I, it was fine. I don't notice any intro song. And then the next time, the next day when I came to play and loaded it up, there it was. I'm going to actually
1: do what I do every once yes. in a while. Yes. I'm going to put the full song in here after this so you can experience truly what it is to start the game of Resident Evil. So we'll take a little pause here. And that's the song for Resident Evil. Yeah, it's great. Love that song. Go, tell right? and row. <laughs> day. every um, time I sing it, more and more I get more like to Cookie Monsters, like mm-hmm, yeah. low baritone Cookie
0: voice. My my favorite part is the end where there's the long pause and it's like everybody and it's like dead. Yeah, that's true. Like okay,
1: great. <laughs> uh, we actually uh, there poignant. is a there is a moral choice in this game. It's not really a moral oh, choice. Oh, yeah. There's a choice in this game.
0: There is a choice.
1: Uh, you are there. The reason your character's there is to pursue your wife. Uh, but the reason you are surviving is because of the daughter who wants to get clean and disinfect herself.
0: Yep. She's help. She's helping you. She's giving you tips right. on how you can find the serum to uh, cure...
1: Your wife. So when you get the serum, it ends up that you end up just having one of it, and you have to choose
0: between your wife and the daughter. Well, you have one of it because you had to kill the dad. The the dad with one of of the serums.
1: However, it was the dumbest choice. Like it It was was like it was like choosing between the person you obviously have an emotional connection with. You've spent a significant amount of uh, amount of the game with. You feel so much more empathy for.
0: Or this kind of random person. Or this person who, before this sequence of making the choice, you'd only talk to on a telephone three times. Only on a telephone
1: three times, yeah. (laughs) So I saw it, and my thought was, Matt's going to choose me. The wife. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, because that's what I was going to choose. Yeah, obviously. So I'm going to choose the daughter. (laughs) That's funny. That's exactly. (laughs) We
0: finally did it, Kenny. Because
1: I was like, I know what he's going to choose, because it's what I want to choose, so I'm going to choose the daughter. Okay.
0: So, so I don't know what happened for you then. Did anything different happen?
1: Uh, yes. And I looked up the differences for us. Interesting. So when you're on the boat, going to the boat. When you leave. When you leave. After you give her the serum. Evelyn, the evil girl. Evelyn. I never really thought of that. as evil. Evelyn, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, kills her. That's just it. Kills who? She turns her into like the white dusty cloud stuff that her dad was. Like Evelyn kills her. Kills Mia? Ev. Eva eva Eve, yeah okay what's her name eva eva who the daughter
0: uh no the daughter is something else elena something like that yeah
1: yeah she dies and then oddly you know whatever happens to uh the main character happens and then you just wake up as mia that's weird like on the shore of the boat she's like how did i get here
0: yeah, how did she get there?
1: I don't know. That's it was stupid. very confusing. It's <laughs> really dumb. And then when I saw what happened with the other thing, which please explain. Uh,
0: the, in the other story, you get on the boat with Mia, and the daughter is like, it's okay. You know, I should stay here because I'm infected. And, you know, you guys are a couple you deserve to go. And you paddle on this boat. And then... Yeah, uh, Mia
1: was not that conciliatory. <laughs> she was no.
0: pissed. Yeah, she was like, I can't. Yeah, totally. No, I um, mean, when
1: I when I chose the other girl over her.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that she was fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, she was fine. And then you get out of the area, kind of like out through the marsh into open water, and uh, Evelyn shows up as like this goop squid and like takes over your boat and crashes it. And then you wake up as Mia on the shore. Yeah, that makes way more sense. And, I, and you go over to Ethan, and then he gets taken away from the shore by the goop monster, and then you have to go find him.
1: Right, so that goop monster stuff does happen, but I don't see a goop monster attack. Maybe the goop monster does attack the boat, but Evelyn is just sitting on the boat. She's like, no, no, sorry. Elena or whoever. Elena, yeah. Yeah. The daughter is sitting on the boat. She goes, no, Evelyn, no. And then she just like turns into a statue and turns to dust. Yeah, the dust thing. Yeah. So
0: Mia's back on the dock. I
1: guess, and then then you you just randomly wake up because there's that's the boat chapter. You play as the exposition chapter. Weird. It was fucking stupid, and it made no like the edit made no sense. And when I saw what you got to experience, it was way better. So was that the only difference? No. uh, When I got on the helicopter, he was just very sad. There wasn't anyone there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's funny.
1: (laughs) It just like ends with a really cynical statement on his part, and then it's just like he's watching the video of. uh, her from the beginning of the first video
0: hmm. yeah the yeah i forgot all about the ending the ending was super cheese uh it was definitely a resident evil yeah, ending. definitely yeah. yeah with the sunny rainbow cut scene with the helicopter flying in the distance and they're like maybe this is the time that we make it yeah and then it shows umbrella corp on the side of the helicopter and yeah like yeah you don't
1: although it. it was cool to see chris redfield who's that oh yeah yeah who's that he's the guy from resident evil 2 is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah, I, had, I didn't remember I think that it's at all. two or one. It's one of them. Huh. He's, he's been through the series for a long time. Yeah, I didn't recall it at all. Yeah, well, you, I mean, when's the last time you play Resident Evil? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, it was cool, but he's working for Umbrella Corporation, which is like, yeah, I think it's, I don't know. Hmm. But it was good. Yeah. Uh, the last bot, uh, so one of the, the funnier parts is um, you think you're chasing around this little girl uh, because she can get in your head. And constantly in the house, you keep running into this old creepy grandma looking, and you just yeah. assume that it's the grandma of the house. But uh, finally, you get to the end of the game. And I mean, you like really'll they'll use her as like a device where you turn the corner and then she's just there. She's
0: just sitting there. Yeah, yeah
1: just like creepily staring blank <laughs> at you, and you're just like, okay, grandma,'m I'm, I'm just waiting for you to be something. And then at the end, when you're chasing the girl, You come up and you approach her, and you like shake out of her mind control. And you, and it's the old lady because she's just been deteriorating since it got off her containment shell. And that was great. Mm -hmm. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Because she's just been sitting there, and I've been waiting. I was like, Is she the mat? In my head, I literally thought, Is the grandma the mastermind of this whole thing? Yeah. And uh, turns out it wasn't the grandma at all. Nope. But
0: Evelyn. Yeah, that the last boss fight was just—I mean, we haven't talked about that, but I thought it was terrible. It was pretty dumb. You just like you just keep firing guns. You know, I thought it
1: was—I uh, thought it was it was fine. Like it—it was—it felt like the 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 you this was the conclusion, not the climax. You know, I guess it felt like the boat was the climax, and this is sort of the wrap things up, tie a bow on it.
0: Yeah, it's possible my expectations are. just It too looked high, cool. But...
1: Oh yeah, it was, of yeah, that.
0: yeah. I'm just, I still keep thinking back to that first, the first boss fight with the dad in the garage was so or just good. the
1: guest house with your wife. Yeah, it was that cool. was creepy? Yeah, yeah, it was really
0: cool. It was, but there interesting. were so many
1: moments. I still think Spider Vagina Mom was great.
0: It was just whatever.
1: And then I, I loved it. I thought this game was so much fun. But I could see all the flaws you point out very clearly.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's so. not that's a
1: fucking. That's not a fucking <laughs> podcast. You're just being an asshole. No. You're supposed to be like, "Oh, that's great," and talk more instead of
0: just being okay. Well, I mean, we like to we like to get to a place with a game in which we we exchange how we feel about potential sometimes, and certainly uh, this game makes me interested to play Resident Evil games again. Yeah, I think that's, Resident that's Evil plus.
1: Eight will be interesting. See where they go.
0: Yeah, I think if they can. You know for me, it's like if they were to invest just more time in making each of the areas, either scoping it down or making each of the areas as uniquely designed and scripted and everything as they did the first area, um, I think they would have had like a super hit on their hands. It
1: was a super hit, and I thought it was great. I thought each area and pacing was was really good. Yeah. I never felt bored with an area. I always felt like I was ready to move on, and I did.
0: Yeah, yeah, I felt bored quite a bit. Oh, uh, near especially. Well, so once you got to the uh, like the docks, that was just like I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just, I'll just walk through the thing and do the thing over here and go. Oh, yep, more goop monsters, goop monsters, goop monsters. Yep. But that some was more. like five minutes. I'm I'm talking about a point in the game in which I felt like from that point forward, I realized I've been going through the motions for a while here. Oh, like I'm just I'm just following this path. Um. So, yeah, and, and it started for me, and I could forgive a lot of the aspects of the old house because I like stealth stuff. Yeah. So the sneaking around was fun. But, again, how they structured that level where you had to go up and down and, a, like, f- remember which door led to the part underneath, and you couldn't cross this path unless you went this way and all that. I just thought that that was unnecessary. Um, so the traversing in the, in the old house was not as good as the backtracking and the traversing, traversing in the main house. And then when you got to Raver's backyard party Fraver. it was just like you know okay well there you go another game that matt's wrong about look i'm
1: being harsh on it he said it was good it is good would you say very
0: good i'd say but it's, not excellent no i wouldn't even say it's 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 very good i would say it's
1: good all right well there you go yeah uh something where matt I mean, Canadian good is like an American excellent. <laughs> That's not true <laughs> Just at so all. you know. That is not
0: true. It's just the modest people. There's a. will say this. I'll say that the things, I think that what they needed to tweak in this game yeah. to make it very good are very few things. I think they just needed to tweak the knobs slightly in all the places that I mentioned to make it very good. And then I think if they'd um, taken that formula and really spent a lot of time, again, like I said, making the rest of the... Uh, levels and experience more like the main. And it doesn't have to be in, in style. Like it's okay if you want to go expose in one area, stealth in one area. Like I like that. I like switching up the game mechanics, but they weren't as thoughtful outside of the main house, in my opinion. So if they'd done that, I think it could have been Obviously awesome
1: it's in your opinion. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think a wasp's nest on a mom's vagina is a metaphor for how we live our lives.
0: Well, and I'm going to end with that. That's probably why you loved this game so much. That's it. But also, I call the shots this month, so I'll end the podcast when I want to.
1: I mean, I actually have the controls of the audio, so. I guess that's true. Yeah, so I'll end the podcast and, and now if I want to.
0: Okay, well, thanks for joining us again. We hope you enjoyed that's the. That's right. The uh, Do as you're told. and the, the podcast. The Vagina Mom podcast. Wasp wasp whatever giant wasp giant
1: wasp nest vagina mom because they could sting you multiple times without losing their stinger so that's how you know (laughs) (laughs) uh we'll be back also the nest was odd in the mom's vaginal no the vaginal region i would say
0: yeah it required a shotgun for sure it
1: was very uh japanese it was i was like oh that's that's
0: the yeah that's where it is yep they were they were giving Kenny a pat on the back. Of I'm that surprised one.
1: the dad didn't have a tentacle like lobster like <laughs> octopus in his crotch, you know?
0: Uh okay, we'll be back next month with our final podcast of the year season, whatever you want to call it. Uh that will be why am I spacing? Hellblade. Oh, Hellblade. Yeah. Colon. Hellblade. Sunwa's oh, yeah. sacrifice. Is I don't think there's actually a colon in that one. Are you sure? We'll have to double check, but I don't think so. All right. Well,
1: Colon Quest continues this year.
0: Anyways, thanks for joining us again this month. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And we will see you next month. I have been your host, Matthew Anderson. And over there, that you can't see over there, but the other guy with me.
1: Uh, But I am in a different channel of their ear slightly, by about 15 degrees. Yep. Yeah. Kenny Myers.
0: From this point forward, also to be known as the wasp nest vagina mom lover.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't really. I mean, I loved it. Loved it. But I thought it it was fun fighting it. You loved it. And she had spider arms. That's all you gotta do. Easy to impress. Creepy spider. Come on.